Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. All is right with the world again, and I want to just lead it off with Trevor Harris right there. Trevor, it says you're a top fan, and with comments like that, it see I, I get why. Well, this is a first. The Flyers are easing the pain away from the Eagles getting their ass kicked last night. <sighs> Couldn't agree more. What a game. I mean, uh, first of all, I mean, we just get the good news uh, earlier that Farabee is here. That is awesome. And then, of course, Vorobiev comes with him. Um, no shock. Bunneman and Torensky are back in the AHL. It appears as if they could use more seasoning. I liked the idea of giving them the chance. Um, if you just wanted to see uh, some of the other guys just get some time uh, in the AHL, just, all right, let's see what they do. I, 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 I didn't hate the idea. I honestly thought it was going to take longer to call them up than it did. Uh, but here we are. Here we are. Joel Farabee is on the team. They got some great goaltending out of Brian Elliott tonight. Oscar Limblom and Travis Konechny continue to just keep carrying this thing offensively. Raffle with the great game. Uh, Niskin and Nets one. Uh, no, no complaints from me. I, I really, um, it was bound to happen. They were bound to get the, uh, the, the floodgates were bound to open for this team. Do they get a little lucky that Dansk is a net for Vegas? Absolutely. But you know what? Nobody had any sympathy for the Flyers when they're trotting out waiver wire pickups for the last two years. So I don't want to hear it. Sometimes that's hockey. How pissed would we be at this team if they went out and scored one or got shut out or something? I mean, how many people saw the comments on Twitter today? Oh, it's a third-string goalie, so you know we're getting shut out. Like, they went out and did what they were supposed to do tonight, put a sixth spot on Vegas. Vegas is a good team. I think I had Vegas ranked uh, second in my power rankings that came out yesterday, so they're really good. First time all year they give up six. They have a great penalty kill. Flyers scored some power play goals. So I'm just uh, I'm happy with the uh, I'm happy with the effort all around, and um, right before I turn it over to what you guys got to say, I got to say, if you're looking for a great place at the Jersey Shore to watch a Flyers game or any game for that matter, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, it is one of my favorite spots in all of the Jersey Shore. It's got the best food, the best beer selection. Every time I walk in, boom, right waiting for me. There's a nice cold sea quench sitting there. I couldn't be happier. I always go with the uh, the pork sandwich. I would not sleep on the pork sandwich. Uh, but the best part of Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern is Timmy Fitz himself, the owner. He's been there forever. He's there every day making sure that food is hot and that beer is cold. And what else can you ask from an owner? I've worked in plenty of restaurants you know the ones with the active management are the ones that are great, and the ones that don't have that aren't. Well, this there's a reason Fitzpatrick's been around as long as it has, and it's Timmy Fitz. So check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest. Awesome place to watch any game. Direct TV packages. They have all the games you could ever want. And it's the off-season, so you're not going to run into nearly as many New Yorkers, you know. So check it out. Year-round spot. Can't promote it enough. Let's get to your thoughts, all right? How about that? Um, hey, Bill, that was fun. It certainly was. When they score goals, it's fun, isn't it? Uh, hey, Bill, do you think Elliott can remain hot for the season? He can go up and down as we've seen. I mean, no, no goalie, no, no goalie stays hot all season. Um, I think with this workload, he can be his most effective self. 
Um, I don't think, even if there are three, four days in between games, he should ever play two games in a row. Um, I think he's an effective backup goaltender, and they need to keep him in that role in order to be most effective. We've seen what happens when he gets overused. Uh, I go back, man, I'll never forget. I think it was December 2017 when they just started him in every game of the month, and he was honestly just like never the same after that. So I think they need to manage his workload, and that's the way to make him, to keep him the most effective through the season and healthy. All a hail, Brian Elliott. Absolutely. Uh, great game. Even the atmosphere in the arena was so much better in the last few years, plus getting engaged during the game. Oh, congratulations, Dave. Holy shit, buddy. Best Flyers game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's it was bound to happen. We were sent, We know, yes, did they play just god-awful uh, on a game or two of that road trip? Sure. But for the most part, they've been playing decent hockey. Some you know, They've played some really good hockey in different points, but... Overall, they've been playing decent hockey. You just knew they were going to score a bunch. They get some help with Vegas' goaltending tonight, but it's not like they don't deserve it. Uh, I think this gets everyone going. So this team can hang with anybody if they're on. Yeah, I mean, that's if they get the goaltending that they need, and we've been saying that for years, but I think now they actually have the depth and uh, some of the experience of the youngsters to back it up. Um, I do. I mean, they just beat Vegas, who were – Vegas is as good as anybody in the league, and they just beat the shit out of them. So that Limblom coots tk line is just awesome. Provy had a night. Bamf Brian Elliott was very Bamf. Yeah, I mean, Limblom coots tk as much as I want to see, um, as much as I want to see Giroux with Couturier, it's hard to argue with what that line's doing. You know, it's really, it's really tough. Both look like they belong, talking about Faraby and Vorobiev. Um I'm less concerned about Faraby just because we know what his pedigree is. He's supposed to be really good. Uh, Vorobiev, we all know, has been great in the AHL. You know, um, after those first two games last season, it just – he looked ineffective. And we'll see if he keeps it up. I really hope he does because that's something that's a role they need to fill. Uh, We see what moving Raffle over to the wing can do on the fourth line. Suddenly you have an effective fourth line. So uh, hoping to see Vorobiev keep it up. But – Obviously, nothing but praise for uh, Farabee. Really wanted to see. I hoped in that last power play they would get him out there, uh, but they give the power play away right away. Katori a couple seconds in takes that tripping penalty. So, how about the power play? Um, JJ mentioned it, I guess, right before that last one, but time to stop referring to the second unit as the second unit, right? Like, they're good. <laughs> I mean, they have all but one of the power play goals this year, I believe. I am so congested, guys. I'm sorry. Nice to see them finish some of those chances for a change. I mean, that's hockey. Like, goals are typically flukes. Um, hopefully, this this gets them on a, on a nice little hot streak. But uh, adding Farabee should help just because he's a dangerous player, getting some guys started. But, I mean, that's mostly just hockey. Like, in a league where 91% of shots get stopped, like... That just is what it is. Limblom is a stud. Yeah, I was thinking about that today when I was watching the game because we've seen Limblom on hot streaks before. But we have I feel like the general consensus about him is like he'll give you a really good two-way play at the end of the year. He'll have 17, hopefully 20 goals, you know. Um, maybe won't have awesome full-season totals, but if you watch him every night, you know he's out there. You know he's effective. That's who he kind of was um, at different places in his career over in Sweden, 
what he's been the first two years in the in the NHL, but playing with Couturier and TK, like obviously the quality of competition is better, but he's never played with anybody close to this good for this amount of time. So hopefully uh, he keeps that up. And man, if he really is like a true top six producer, um, that's huge. That's just huge for this team. Just having a guy who can come in and give them that sort of responsible two-way play and end up with 40, 50 points, damn, that would be gigantic. It turns out Kevin Hayes wasn't overpaid. I mean, I'm over. That contract is what it is. I don't care. Kevin Hayes' contract isn't going to stop them from doing anything. They needed a center. They got one of the best available. That's that's all there is to it. Considering the Flyers make uh, backups look like Hasek, I don't take them lightly. No, exactly. If How many people today were like, oh, great, you know, some bum, so we're obviously going to be lucky to score one. Well, they did what they were supposed to do tonight, and that in itself is like, I'm not going to say huge, because like, all right, man, you did your job. I don't want to give them too much credit, but shit, they did their job. They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Make a backup, make some third stringer look like what he is. That hasn't been the case a lot this season, it, or over the last few years, it was tonight. So good job by them. Niskanen was pretty much Ovechkin tonight. He's, um, I like Niskanen, man. I wasn't sure about him. Uh, in the preseason, I liked Braun, what I was seeing out of Braun more than Niskanen, but just seeing the the calmness and the poise with which Niskanen makes plays, the smoothness, the confidence he has to like attack a puck carrier and strip him of the puck is huge. Like it's not you can tell he's not wavering. Like, should I just stay home? Should I make a move? Like he goes and does it because he knows he can, and that's a big deal. TK is playing well. It's good to see at least he's playing up to his contract. Ah, he's, I mean, if this is who he is, he's underpaid already. Stewart played 7-12. Why bother? Wouldn't Moran as a 7th D be better? Maybe even let one of, maybe even let one of the day. I don't know what that last part means, but I, that's what fourth liners do. Fourth liners don't play a ton. He's not going to contribute much on special teams. He's just, I mean, if you're complaining about Chris Stewart tonight, my God. Drink a beer. Just go drink a beer. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I want to see a 23-13-49 line. I I really don't. (laughs) Everyone needs to feed off the energy TK keeps consistently bringing. Uh, Seeing him go after the puck on each uh, end of the ice was really hope-inducing. Yeah, I've been... uh, been Pretty impressed with TK in his own end, uh, helping create some more zone exits this year. Uh, yeah, playing with more tenacity. I, I mean, he's always been that type of guy, but he just kind of has lacked something in his own end. And I just thought it was overall ability, but uh, I, I've been impressed. I, obviously, the offensive numbers are great. That's what he's out there to do. That's what he's paid to do. But if you are going to trust him on a line with Sean Couturier, you're going to be out there against some really good competition. And I think he's picked it up at both ends. Um, love the Niskanen one-timer. It was a good pickup, man. So is this what we should expect, or is this a one-off? I mean, I wouldn't expect six goals every night because no one scores six goals every night. Um, I, I think this is just kind of like they didn't play poorly on most of that road trip. They just didn't score, and that's hockey a lot of the time. Um, tonight they get outshot 17, 12 
in the second period, but they score four and the other team didn't score at all. Sometimes you just need the bounces to go your way. I think Riley Smith hit a couple of posts tonight. Sometimes you just need the bounces. They got them. Uh, And you can see when things do go their way a little bit, they're as good as anyone. Vegas is a really freaking good team. Any idea when Nolan Patrick is coming back? I I haven't heard anything. I mean, no no one knows. No one no one seems to have an answer. Will they continue to play the second power play unit first? I'm sure it'll it's a matchup thing, it's a feel thing and um you know, if Giroux or whoever j- just came off of a shift, you don't have to put them right back out there. I think that's an advantage. Um you're you're confident that that line can go out and produce. They're not the second unit right now. As far as I remember, the only power play goal the first unit has this year is the first Kevin Hayes goal off uh, against Jersey, I think. The, Giroux won the faceoff, and Hayes just kind of scooted around and, uh, and, and put it past the goalie right, uh, right in the circle. But I can't remember. Um, I'm pretty sure the second unit has all the other power play goals. So it's, uh, I'm, they're not the second unit anymore. Bill, will Giroux go back to wing? I assume when Nolan Patrick comes back, or maybe there's some more moves to come in terms of bringing people down, sending people up, but I don't, I assume, I don't think Giroux is um, that effective of a center anymore. I just don't, I think he's best served on a wing. We'll see though. Uh, I would, I would put him back at wing. Yeah. But at the, when you're down a centerman, you know, Giroux, is you know has been really good there for most of his career so it's hard to hard to argue against moving him over when you're missing a centerman thought uh joel played well for his first game yeah he got his legs moving out there had a couple of chances made some things happen he's only going to get better it's day one Uh, i just wanted him to get a get out there on that last power play and try to score one but you know wasn't to be i guess Bill, you like G at center until Nolan Patrick comes back? I don't like it, but I don't see a better option. It's just kind of is what it is at this point. Would love to have a beer and talk hockey at Fitzpatrick's with you sometime, Bill. Avid watcher and Kate May, county resident here. Great to hear, Thomas. Uh, drop my name. Let Timmy Fitz know that uh, these ads are working. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Haig looked kind of bad. Raffle played great. Haig is what he is. He's the sixth defenseman. Um, he hasn't – I don't think he's hurting him this year. Uh, I think he's been more of a liability in the past just overall. But um, I think it's more to do with the team is just better this year. And so, like, your one or two guys who are worse than everyone else don't stand out nearly as much, you know. Uh, you don't have four of these guys. You have one or two. Um I, I want Phil Myers here yesterday. I Phil Myers is one of their six best defensemen, but they don't see it that way right now. Hopefully soon. Um, I I don't have a I don't have an explanation for it other than they just aren't sold on Myers, so they're going to keep running Haig out there until they are. That's that's it. My main concern is having our difference makers stay healthy. We get bit by injury bug. I mean that's every. That's every, um, you know, every team, they need their best players to stay healthy. When do you uh, when do you think Myers gets the call and who sits? I mean, it's got to be Haig who sits, but I, I don't know. Um, I thought perhaps when I just saw the headline, uh, the Flyers recalled two guys, I just assumed one of them was, uh, 
was Phil Myers, but not the case. It was uh, it was Vorobiev and, and Farabee. So you know, um, it's not like it's not killing them right now. They're not losing like they they won six. You know, they won six to two tonight. They, they had a really good game. Um, I, I don't think Haig is hurting them. I don't think he's the liability. I thought he was last year. Um, I think there are better options, but when you're talking about the sixth defenseman, I, you know, can only get so, I can only spend so much time on it. So my roommate and Avs fan loved your glowing review of his team and your power rankings, even though they're losing right now. I mean, they have like one loss on the year. I didn't, they weren't going 81 and one. Um, yeah, they're a lot of fun to watch. I loved I loved watching the Avs last year. They were like the team. They were the team I watched the most that other than the Flyers last year. The um, like I had their game like games set to reminders on NHL TV last year. They were a ton of fun to watch. And this year they added some depth. They're getting really good goaltending. Um, watch the Avs if you get a chance. AV needs to call out the team and toughen them up. Feel like they've been through coaches that were softer. What are you talking about? They need to toughen up the team. <laughs> they just won. I think Braun has been one of the weaker players this far. He's had some really bad turnovers, and he's been caught out of position a few times. I haven't seen that. Uh, I mean, the, the one play against Connor McDavid is the one everyone points to. Let me tell you something about Connor McDavid. He might be the best player ever. Like, no one makes a play against him. There was, There's nothing you can do. Braun is what he is. He's good in the defensive zone. That's what he's there to do. I think he's been just fine. One thing to really take as a positive uh, of such a high-scoring win for the Flyers that they scored six goals tonight, and Drew Vorchek and JVR barely contributed to any of these goals. Once they get it going, watch out. Yeah, that's a great point. That's something I wanted to bring up is this team does finally have some depth. They're getting contributions from throughout their lineup, and that's just what happens when you can match up better with teams. When you only have one line or you only have four guys you can count on, you're going to lose two-thirds of your shifts, you know? Uh, They're not right now. They're able to go out line for line with other teams, which is a huge deal, and it's really helping. And once we know Giroux's going to turn it on, we know JVR is going to end up with 25-plus goals, those are just – that's just what happens. Those guys will get it going. It's awesome that they haven't yet, and – this team is looking pretty decent so far. I think AV may already have some influence in the TK breakout. I think his style of coaching and system will provide that jolt to his game. Yeah, I mean, this is just the natural. I I, I think Vino has done a good job. I think he's kept things steady even during this crazy, tumultuous travel and everything that's been going on to start this year. I think he's kept everything pretty steady. But Travis Konechny is a really skilled player. He's out there with guys who know how to get to the net and know how to make things happen in the defensive and neutral zone to get Travis Konechny to the offensive zone where he's a freaking stud. Um, I think it's a a great trio that's just working right now. Hey, Bill, how's Radko doing with the Caps? Niskin and uh, doing a good job for us. Radko, last I saw, had like two assists. Um, I'm sure he's doing fine. I like Radko Gudis, but they wanted – They really wanted Phil Myers to win that third pair job, but they didn't have what they needed in terms of pieces that fit together on the blue line. Radko Gudis is a third pair defenseman because he can't pass. And if you can't pass, 
Like, we can only play you so often. But since he was one of our better, like, it just didn't fit. That's If if Gudis had a little bit more skill, he could still be here, but he didn't. Uh, I like the guy a lot. But I, I'm, I'm happy with Niskin, and I have no regret about that trade. How about JVR, man? He's so past due. Poor guy, can't get a bounce. That's goal scores, man. That's just how goal scoring goes. Um, he'll hit his numbers by the end of the year. He'll have four games where he has six goals, you know? It's just how it goes. Bill, I know this is probably a silly question, but how come there is confusion upon goal scoring when it happens seconds apart? Is it because of the time frame, or how exactly does it work? I I, I, I mean, getting the calls in to who, who scored, I guess, can I, – I don't know. I don't know. Should Elliott play Thursday? That's a – I mean, no. To me, no. Um, I don't think Elliott should ever play multiple games in a row. I don't care how much time is off in between these games. Um, he's hot right now. He, he looked really good. There is a temptation to say we're sticking with this guy, but I don't see I, – I, I just wouldn't do it. No, I, I don't think um, – I don't think Elliott has the ability to play well two games in a row, no matter how much time is in between them. Um, get Carter Hart back out there. Get him going. Suddenly you have two goalies going. That's what I would want to do. Is it me or does it seem like AV let JVR loose? He seems to be trying some fancy stuff out there. I JVR has always had good hands, and he uses he uses his skill in tight spaces to beat goalies. Hasn't happened yet, but I don't know. I feel like he's always kind of played with Morse. I mean, that's one of the things we didn't like about him, or at least Paul Holmgren didn't like about him. His first go-round here is, they wanted him to be more like Rick Tockett. They wanted him to be more like Wayne Simmons, and he just wasn't that. You know, he's got a, a very special skill set that enables him to be a 30-goal scorer, but he's not your prototypical power forward, and I think, um, you know, a lot of people took that as a lack of toughness. But you see him, he hangs in there and tries to make plays right on the doorstep but they're not always just jamming away. They're not always just tips or taking one off the face. He's looking to actually beat the goalie. Haig honestly didn't look terrible tonight. No, I don't, I'm not, I don't think terrible, I don't think Haig, I don't think terrible has looked Haig all year. I don't think Haig has looked terrible all year. Um, I'm attributing that more to the team as a whole is better, but they still do just spend, more time in the defensive zone when he's on the ice than when anyone else is on the ice, you know? Um, I don't care how good you are in your own end, and I'm not sold that he's very good in his own end. I don't care how good you are in your own end. Eventually, you will get scored on. The only way to not get scored on is to control the puck, and that doesn't seem to happen nearly as much when he's out there as anybody else. Hey, how did you enjoy Cecil Creek and Mickleton the other night? I live in the development right behind it. The uh, the uh, the wedding is this coming weekend. I still haven't got my hair cut, obviously. The, um, the makeover goes down on the WIP morning show tomorrow, Tuesday morning, and then Thursday morning as well. So this is going to be a multiple-day process to uh, make me even more beautiful, I suppose. Bill, how encouraging is it that the young players seem to be thriving in a AV system so far? Yeah, these guys are breaking out, and they're all they all seem to be breaking out together. We've waited a long time to see these guys 
uh, reach their potential. We've all been sitting here just saying, come on, just just get there. Just be as good as we want you to be. They're getting there, man. It's it's coming, and there's more There's there's more right behind them. You know, Faraby debuted tonight. Vorobiev's up. We'll be seeing Morgan Frost eventually. We'll be seeing Phil Myers eventually. All this is going to happen. We're going to have the team we've been we've been dream, dreaming of for years now. We're finally going to have it. Carter Hart's here. I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm enjoying this ride so far. Um, the wins and losses are going to come, I think. I think at the end of the year, this is going to be a playoff team that has a real good chance to win a round, maybe even get to a conference final. Because I don't expect this team – I don't expect – I do expect this team to improve as the year goes along, as the young players gain more confidence, as the veterans get going, as the goaltending, um, you know, as Carter Hart becomes what we think he's going to become. This is going to be a fun ride this year, I think, uh, because for the first time it's it's like the ride we want to be on. We're not like, all right, well, if they can limit Andrew McDonald's ice time. like No, that's not where we are anymore. We're not – Chris Vandevelde ain't out there. You know, Haig makes the safe plays with the puck and keeps his gaps. I'm okay with that. Um, if that's what it was. See, I look at dumping the puck off the glass as a turnover. To me, you had the puck, and now the other team does. That's a turnover. Do you have to do it sometimes? Sure, just like you have to punt sometimes. I'd prefer not to, though. At this point, I'd be willing to swap Ghost for Myers. That would be a bad swap. Um, Ghost away from Haig, every metric is good. It's literally just they spend too much time in the defensive zone because Haig hurts them on the breakout. That's what it comes down to. Uh, I forget who it was, but seeing whoever it was trying to skate and hold off Ghost was pretty funny. Ghost is what he is. I mean, he's a he hasn't been dynamic yet this year, but when he's out there, the team has an advantage. It's, it's just what every number says. When he's out there, the team has an advantage. At least the Flyers game tonight is way more entertaining than Monday Night Football. Yo, if you're sitting down watching the Jets, I don't know what to tell you. Like, don't. It, like, uh, all these – I read – and this is so off topic, but this just reminded me. I keep reading the sentence, the league has to do something about this. Like, the NFL, the, the officiating, how bad it's been. And I'm thinking, no, the league doesn't have to do shit. You know why? Because you're all watching. Don't watch. If it's so bad that you're like, Pfft. This is fixed. These refs are terrible. The integrity of the game's in question. There's too many commercials, too many flags. Turn it off. It's like every other television program. If you don't like it, change the channel. That's what's wrong with the NFL, the people watching. Why would they make the game better if they don't have to? Like, you know what I do at work? What I have to do to not get my balls busted. If nobody busts my balls, I don't try any harder. Do you think tonight the Flyers had more puck luck or were they doing something different that resulted in a win? I think they were kind of, I like, I think they just kind of stayed the course and the, the floodgates were going to open up eventually. Like I said, they took advantage of, of Dansk being in net and they, they finally got, you know, they finally got the result they were looking for. That's why Elaine Vigneault has been saying, yes, I understand we didn't win some of these games, but Breaking it down, really looking into the game, we're playing well enough to win. It's an 82-game season. This is a league of sample sizes. When the sample size is big enough, you see what a team really is. I think by the end of this year, we'll see that this team is pretty damn good. The Hart-Elliott tandem looks way better than it sounded in August. 
if if Elliott stays healthy, it's fine. That's that's the that's why I never want to back him up. I never want him to go back to back because he'll get hurt. He's an older guy. He's got an injury history now. I want to keep Brian Elliott healthy so that we do have him in case we really do need him. Because Carter Hart, at the end of the day, is a 21-year-old goalie. I, th- I think he's going to end up being a top-five goalie in this league when he's in his prime. But 21-year-old players at any position have their ups and downs, let alone in the freaking hardest-to-figure-out position in all of sports. Like, what makes a good goalie? I don't know. How come some goalies are good sometimes? Like, I, I don't know. Goalie, we say it all the time, goaltending is voodoo. Um, Hart's going to have his ups, ups and downs. I think this team is good enough to overcome them mostly, and you have Elliott as your insurance policy. You just got to keep him healthy, and you have to manage his workload to do that. Do you think Ghost on his offside will help him or hurt him? Uh, he's talked about that in the past. Um, he likes he – he much prefers to play the left side. I uh, – I always preferred I'm, – I'm a lefty. I always preferred to play the right. Um, that's neither here nor there. That's just what I think. Um, I just thought it was easier to shoot from that side. I just thought you had more options from that side. But uh, he prefers to play the left. Uh, I, I, I really do think Ghost will look like Ghost when you get him a different partner. It's just that they only have five right now, and Haig is the sixth. Hayes on breakout of the zone is huge. Yeah, carrying and passing, he's good. He's great at protecting the puck. Uh, I, I, I'm liking Hayes. I think, and that's a another thing. He's gonna his chemistry with his teammates, with his line mates, is going to continue to grow. Like the Kevin Hayes we're seeing three months from now is better than the Kevin Hayes we're seeing right now in terms of overall effect on the rest of uh, the rest of the team. Oh, yeah, unrelated. How was that costume party? Was there plenty of pizza? Of course, man. Of course. It was a good time. Sorry I didn't do part two of the post game. Uh, Sunday was not an easy day for me, uh, and we'll leave it at that. Have you felt concerned about the way Provy and Ghost are playing defensively this season? I feel like they've both been sloppy with the puck and both seem to have trouble moving the puck out of their own zone. I mean, uh, no, I, I haven't been. I know a lot of people have been asking, but I'm honestly curious. When will we see Moran up again? I mean, he's up. Um, what? Do, I, I, he just, I, I just, he probably just isn't very good. Like, you know, they're not going to wave him, but I, it just, he's some guy. It's been, he's been in the organization a long time. I would love for him to be good. I want to see him knock the crap out of people. I would love it. Maybe he could help on the penalty kill. Maybe he could help do some things in the defensive zone. Maybe he is better than Robert Haig. I just think Phil Myers is better than both of them, so it's kind of pointless. Lindblom is really turning into a very good player. That he certainly is. Um, That's a great diamond in the rough pick. I mean, you found this guy in the fifth round, and, I mean, from the minute he was drafted, people said this is, like, this is going to be one of those steals of the draft type picks, and... um, wasn't sure of what his ceiling was. I, I know he's a good player, and he's uh, you'd want him on your team. You know, every team in the league, if you gave them a chance to get Oscar Lindblom, they would want him. Uh, just didn't know what his ultimate role was going to end up being, and right now it looks like he's um, he's going to be capable of playing higher in the lineup than um, than I than I really thought he was. I thought he was going to be a nice, good, solid third liner who, when he gets hot, will contribute on offense, but. He seems like more than that now, you know, and that's huge. That's huge for team building. 
uh, just just everything. That just helps every other aspect of that's just something you don't have to worry about. Boom. That's a guy we can plug anywhere in our lineup, and that spot is filled. Voracek traded to make room for guys like Frost? No. No. You don't. You trade Jake Voracek if somebody's willing to give you an arm and a leg for Jake Voracek. You're not losing one of your best players to make room for some unproven rookie. That's just not what happened. Who would you, like, no. Where do you think the Flyers fall in the league when it comes to speed? Are they one of the quicker teams? I don't think so. Um, I think they're a puck control team. I think they need to control the pace, uh, but if they start playing back and forth, it won't benefit them. Uh, I don't think their blue line is particularly fast. And down the middle, I mean, whether Giroux's there or not, Patrick, uh, Hayes, Couturier, these guys aren't burners. Hayes is faster than I thought he was. But I, I, I don't think this is one of the quicker teams. I think this is a team that will control the pace and play puck possession. They're playing faster than they ever have um, uh, in, in this era of Flyers hockey, but I, I wouldn't put them in the like upper echelon of team speed. Keep Ryan Elliott's lower body in your thoughts and prayers. Exactly, fam. Thoughts on Giroux's sweet Bentley? That thing's ridiculous, isn't it? So encouraging to see that this team can produce even when G, JVR, and Voracek aren't getting on the scoreboard this year. In years past, it felt like games where they didn't produce ended badly. Well, yeah, games where they didn't produce ended in, in low-scoring losses. They were the if, if G and Jake didn't have points, the team didn't score. That's what this team was built on for years, and it's nice to see this depth finally evolving. I mean, at this point right now, they are the depth. Couturier, Lindblom, and TK is your first line. They're producing everything on uh, on the power play. They're awesome at five. I mean, that's just a hell of a line right there. Raffles got some goals. I mean, this this is a this, the guys who have been our best players right now. They're the depth. We're waiting to get going. The Flyers' puck movement and skating on the power play is so much better. Actually, it looks like a power play this year. Yeah, um, they have two units that can go. I'm still waiting for that first one to get clicking. Still don't understand uh, the setup of it, but, you know, only going to nitpick so much after a big win against a against a really good team. Hey, Kathy. Hi from Canada, Bill, she says. Hello. Will they send Stewart down to make room for Myers? Uh, Stewart, you'd have to wave. I don't think they're interested in doing that. Um, I, I, I don't think Myers is coming up soon um they won tonight they're not gonna make a roster move tonight like to send someone down i i don't see that happening um definitely not i i i I don't see it bill do you think buffalo is the real deal man i i don't um i think they're improved i think they're better i'll tell you rasmus dalene man it's hard to it's hard to say a team with a player like that is going to regress that much. Um, I will say they got off to a pretty good start last year, and then things really went poorly for them. Um, I don't believe in them yet, but I moved them up a lot in my power rankings. Um, but if you were to, like, do I think they're a cup contender? No, no. How's our cap situation? Are they going to be buyers at the deadline? I mean, that's a while away. I assume they're going to be in position to add somebody, but they don't have a ton of a uh, ton of cap space, and I mean, if everything goes well, they won't need to add much of significance. What are we looking at right now? 
projected they have they have like 115k in cap space at the deadline cap space they're going to have like 500 grand at the deadline as the team is currently constituted now of course like things get moved around um once uh, once patrick gets back there's some other things will have to fall in the line, but I, I don't think they're going to be in much of a position to be uh, to be adding anybody at the deadline, and I don't think I don't think that's the right thing. Yeah, if there's something out there, you can. I just I, it's time to it's time to give this group a chance. You know, let the young kids go. Someone you add, you someone you bring in is going to take ice time away from a kid. That's, I think it's time for this group with its current leaders and the young players. There's going to be even more of them here by the end of the year. Give them all a collective opportunity to, uh, to go out and make something happen. The newish guys scoring the goals so the core doesn't have to. Hey man, that's what. What have we? What have we said this whole time? We need to supplement that core. Well, they're doing it. Farabee looked good tonight, was in the right place, uh, was in the right places at the right time, and seemed to jump on pucks real quickly. Certainly didn't hurt the team. No, I like Farabee tonight. Uh, he'll get going. He'll be even better, you know, as he gets as he gets more time. I'm I'm happy with the game. Uh, our boy Joel, our boy Joel played tonight. What's your favorite hockey movie sequel? None of them. Does it worry you we were great with cap space? Now we're against it again? No, because the team was bad when we had plenty of cap space. You want to pay good players. That's the thing. And there's, like, a lot of deals that aren't going to be long-term. Like, Justin Braun has one year left on his deal. There's 3.8. Matt Niskanen has two years left on his deal. That's 5.75. Like, Michael Roffel, 1.6 for this year and next year. There's plenty of um, expiring deals that aren't going to be, you know, that big of an issue. You know, there's over a million tied up in the Gudis, uh, the Gudis salary retention. They have what 1.16 this year and 1.19 next year tied up in McDonald's buyout. David Schlemko, 900k this year, 600k next year in a buyout. So it's it's not a long term thing. They they'll be getting out of a lot of these um, contracts. There, it's not like hate to bring them up again, but it's not like they're paying Andrew McDonald. It's not, they're not stuck in any sort of contracts like that. Do you think last week's struggle was more to do with the schedule going overseas than a West Canada swing or something else? Um, I don't want to blame it all on the travel because I'm just tired of making excuses for this group as a whole. But I was talking to Al Morgani about this and he, uh, I think the Calgary game was the one that really stood out. Like you had the days off in Vancouver, there's, which is like a fun city apparently, like a really good place. Uh, the players actually like having days off there, and there was Canadian Thanksgiving thrown in there. There was just a lot of shit on top of the travel, on like on top of being in three countries within you know ten days of each other, and all this stuff. Um, I do think some extenuating circumstances played against them. And I just think, like, when you outshoot a team by 30 and don't get any goals, like, that's just that's just hockey sometimes. It just sucks, but it is what it is. Roffle is the dark horse of this team. Every team, I think that guy sucks. He plays like a bat out of hell. 
Michael Roffle is a good fourth-line winger. When you have to move him up in your lineup, when you have to do all sorts of other shit with him, move, play him at center, he's not as effective. In a specific role, he's as good as anybody. Michael Roffle can play on my fourth line any day. Yeah, so I love the Roffle to Limblom. Is it just me or has Oscar improved more than we're all crediting? Oh, I mean, this guy's improved every year, and he has he's improved every year since they freaking drafted him. This guy clearly puts in a ton of work. Um, it has improved his skill, has improved his skating, has incredible hockey sense, and that really helps him. Uh, he just wins a lot of battles, which is big. Uh, that That's where it begins. Uh, Charlie and I, or Charlie was basically schooling us on puck possession and how guys help drive play and what Oscar Lindblom does in order to help drive play. Uh, and it's the pucks along the boards. It's him and a guy on the defensive half boards. He wins that battle and he gets it up to the center. And then suddenly they've broken out and now they're hitting the neutral zone with speed. And now he's crashing in the net as the other two are uh, going back and forth, maybe doing a little two-man game with a drop pass, and he's crashing the net. If they dump it in, he's going to then win that. He's going to pivot and win that battle in the corner and get it back to one of his playmakers. He's um, He helps a tremendous amount, and playing him up in the lineup with such skilled players has really, I mean, obviously we're seeing the results, uh, contributed to a ton of offense. Our fourth line will be exciting when Patrick is back. Patrick's going to be held fourth-line center. Thanks, Bill. Glad you're back. Yeah, things are going to be more normal. Uh, I, I realize the beginning to the season has been crazy uh, just in terms of all the shit. My schedule's been nuts. The whole Flyers schedule's been crazy, but I'm going to be more set on doing these and um, being the guy who does the post games because this is the thing I love to do. And this is my like contribution to the group. It's hard to do 45-plus minutes by yourself. I get it. I want to be the one doing it. Um, Craig does a tremendous job. Steph, when she fills in, everybody's great. I just like being the one who takes on this thing. This is my this is my idea to do these. Excuse me. And uh, I, I'm glad to be back doing them. And the schedule looks like it normalizes a lot more from here, so it'll permit me to be with you guys a lot more all week. All right. Um, is Farabee sticking with 49? You, you never know, man. Um <sighs> Uh, nobody thought uh, uh, Ghost was never going to stick with 53, and he um, apparently is just really, uh, really superstitious, and he had that great rookie season, so he's like, no, I'm actually going to keep it. Uh, you never know. No one thought Hart was going to stick with 79, and he did. We've all heard that story and how cool it is, so I would – I doubt it. I 49 – it's not – it's just not a – it's not a cool number. I, I doubt it, but we'll see. Um I don't know. Looking for that jersey already? Want to get on the – hey, man, it's it's not the worst thing in the world just to have the rookie year jersey. You can say you were uh, – you can say you were in on the ground floor. It's like it's like having the uh, the Cliff Lee 34 jersey. Like everyone loved him when he was 33 because he came back. It was Merry Cliffmas. But if you have that 34, it means you were on his side in, uh, in 09 too. Like shit like that I always like. Um, of course, my, my Chris Gratton jersey, 55, I just came to hate because he changed his number to 77 and he sucked and then he got traded. I was just mad at him. So yeah, you're going to change your Jersey number after one year, you bum. But you know, it all ended well. Renberg came back. Legion of doom wasn't the same. Everything was bad, but Hey, things are good now, right? Hockey is weird. Our number two overall is, is hit or miss when healthy. 
And our fifth round Oscar is consistently good, just so strange. It's a stupid sport, and uh, nothing makes any sense. Hockey's completely random. 49's not a cool number, man. There's not, Who would want to wear a 49? Like, get, a, get something that ends in zero, get a single digit, something like that. Um, a double. Doubles are tough. No one wants to wear the... I'm freaking Chris Stewart's out there in 44. That's a disgrace. But regardless, um, you know, doubles are cool. Stuff like Like, come on. 49, that's not a cool number. Do you think Hart will settle in? Uh, what are your thoughts on do you think he's played poorly? I, yeah, I, I do think he'll settle in. I think it's early in the season and goalies aren't great every start. I think he'll be fine... He's a 21-year-old. He's going to have his ups and downs. That's what it is. That's what we signed up for. Um, but he'll be fine. I don't care about a perfect square. I don't give a shit. Who cares? I thought it was cool that Frost and Farabee were 48 and 49, but I think Frost is in a different number with the Phantoms, so I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they'll uh, throw that uh, – they used to – who's got 10? Anyone wearing 10? Like a good 10. No one's got 17 either. Those are some good numbers. Maybe they go, uh, maybe they give them the Richards Carter 17, 18. How about that? What if we give Frost and Farabee 17 and 18 like Richards and Carter? I think that's what I want to do. I think that's, uh, I think that's the game. I think that's the way to go there. You think we'll see Frost anytime soon? Um, you know, I thought the time, if he hadn't got hurt in camp, I thought he would have been here. Um, it depends on this Patrick thing, I think. I, I I wonder if Patrick's getting close because they haven't uh, they haven't made a move to replace that three C. You know we're moving um, we've moved Giroud to center now, but I don't think that's ideal. Um, if I had to guess, no, I don't think we're going to see Frost. I thought I think if we were going to see Frost, he'd be here. Um, I, I guessed all along we'd start seeing some call ups around Christmas, but uh, Farabee way sooner than I uh, than I expected, but. I wouldn't be surprised to see Morgan Frost a little bit down the line, you know. Hey, Bill, same lineup for the Hawks except uh, Carter Hart and goal. That's what I would. Uh, that's what I would assume. Uh, if you want to work in, yeah. If you want to move around some guys, move Stewart out, move who out, yeah. But yeah, I would expect basically the same lineup. Don't get sick, Bill. It's a. It's just an allergy thing right now. I don't get. Actually, I was sick last week, but it was only for like thirty-six hours or so. So I, I don't know. Who's to say? Who is to say? All right, everybody. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, but first, let's talk about what's next on the schedule. Next on the schedule are the Chicago Blackhawks. The Flyers will be in Chicago Thursday. That is October 24th. Uh, it's an 8.30 p.m. puck drop. And, man, if you're looking for somewhere to watch that game, I don't know how many more times i got to tell you, but Fitzpatrick's Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. Just an awesome place to watch a Flyers game or any game because the food is hot, the beer is cold, and there's one guy to thank for that. It's Timmy Fitz himself. He's there every day making sure the place is running smoothly, and damn does it every time I walk in. Nice cold sequence sitting there waiting for me. I always get the roast pork sandwich. Get the roast pork. It's freaking delicious. Uh, but just can't say enough good about Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. They have so many televisions, so many channels. They have the Direct TV package. So you get any game you could want on their televisions. Timmy is a huge hockey fan. I believe his son uh, actually played 
uh, at a high school I went to for a year. I'll have to talk to him about that. Uh, but, yeah, it's he's just a big hockey fan. They got a Bernie Perrant jersey hanging up on the wall. There's a Marty jersey there, too. But, you know, it's a Jersey Shore spot, so they're going to get some North Jersey guys in there. You got to appease the customers. That's just the way it goes. But make no mistake, they are Philly through and through. All sorts of Flyers, Eagles, Phillies memorabilia, Sixers memorabilia on the walls, and all the TVs you could want to watch all the games you could want. Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in the Wildwood Crest. It's just an awesome place to watch a game. All right, guys, that's all the time I have for you on Broad Street Hockey's post game tonight. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just go to wherever you find podcasts. Hit subscribe. Boom. Done. Helps us out a lot to have subscribers. You get so many things delivered right to your feed. Obviously, BSH Radio, our flagship show. You also get Fly Purbly. You also get these post games. You get checking out the competition where Kelly talks to somebody in the media from the opponent for that night's game. So you get a little look into the opponent uh, going into every game. We just introduced Flyers Briefs, uh, Flyers Forecast. We wrap-ups and reviews of each week as it happens. So nothing but content, 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 content for your money's worth. What is your money? Zero dollars. That's right. It costs zero dollars to subscribe. All I ask is that maybe you give us one of them five-star reviews. Maybe you give us uh, a few nice words in the comments as well. But that's it. That's all the time we've got. Until next game, have a great week, everybody.